SHW. This is our wrestling. This is insane what we're seeing right now. We're going out tonight. It's been a long, long time. Make sure I look just right. Going down. Heads up, heads up. Here comes the spread. Oh, hail the queen. Another spear. Will it be enough? No, not, not this like way. This. Not like Come this. On. No. This is just bedlam right now. Hey, hey, hey. What is going on here? You've got to be kidding me. Holy cow. And now, the voices of SHW, Brandon Benefield, Gerard Bonner, and Diana Michelle. What is going on, everybody? It's me, B-Double, GB, and Diana. We're back with the official podcast of SHW. SHW, this is our wrestling. Uh, Yeah, we took a little week off, but now we're back. And we're ready to go. We're ready to talk about our last show, SHW33, and a whole lot of other stuff that's going on in the world. So, first of all, how's everybody doing this evening? Everything's well down in Dovetown. Oh, Can't complain. Yeah. yeah. How about yeah. you guys? How are y'all? I am great. I can't complain. Um, I found myself over the weekend uh, in a city pretty closely affiliated with the sport. I'll just say I was in a certain city on the on-sale date of the Super Bowl of pro wrestling. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah. Somebody was in Texas, apparently. Apparently. Okay. All right. Well, you got smiles on you this week, man. Now, now were you down there getting in uh, in line for tickets? I was not. I was down there for something completely unrelated before people go, he's changing on us. No, no, no. (laughs) No, I did. I did want to head over there, though, but I just ran out of time man. everything was so locked up. But I may be there that weekend. We'll see. Because the rumors now are going to start that GB is doing some sort of secret project with WWE. Oh, man. Listen, you know what? We know how to get rumors started, right? Listen, people have had rumors about us all year long, so... Well, you know. they don't know if they if they do do know anything about GB. He is all things wrestling. So, this is true. This is true. You will find me at AEW. You will find me at WWE. You will find me obviously at SHW obviously. and any other indie promotion. I've been a few. Other, you guys know. So absolutely, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. I, we were just ta- well, we were talking about it. I ended up going last weekend after our show to the uh, mm-hmm. home of Mucha Lucha. That's where they were right. having a, a championship wrestling of Atlanta taping. Yeah. I know certain yeah. people in SHW. Is that might... facility not, like, awesome or what? Oh, absolutely. And so yeah. GB and I had talked about, Diana, we know you've been there before, but we never had yeah. before. And so yeah. I've been wanting just to get there to see a show, uh, yeah. preferably yeah. a Mucha Lucha show, because I'll be honest, um, not trying to throw anybody under the bus, but I just know the crowd that the show I did go to is nothing compared to a Mucha Lucha show which I, right. I've, I've heard from Diana and multiple other sources that that's a straight up party, like an all day long party. I think Ga- Gary Lamb may have just uh, put some extra special food to the side for you for that comment. <laughs> <laughs> right. I you know how about, much he loves that promotion. Well, and I yeah. wondered about even bringing it up. I was like, oh, Gary's tuning out right now. But uh, no, 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 no. He's Gary's, tuning in. He's tuning in. Trust me. He's probably got a comment coming up right about now. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that was a fun show. A lot of SHW faces on there. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Yeah, but uh, GB, I can't help but notice. Uh-huh. Uh, we were kind of chatting about this off air a little bit, but yeah, when you first logged in, just behind your head there, I see oh, a, my a, my my Evil Uno shirt. Well, the Evil Uno yes. shirt's cool, hey, and I mentioned that. Cool. It is it very is cool. cool. It However, is very cool. However, hiding, there's hiding snacks somewhere behind your head. Yeah. There. there it is. That's, yeah, uh, let me from, move the mic out of the way. Steve. From from Cheyenne the Sign Girl, <laughs> who was a, a recent guest on the show, uh, and we always talked about how she would make these cool signs for the wrestlers for yeah. whatever particular show. I did not expect to see my face or your face or anybody any of our faces on a sign. Yeah, and lo and behold, we show up for SHW thirty three and. Well, let's just say she was none too pleased with uh, with what you had to say after she signed off on the show last uh, the last time, and she wasn't. She, you know where I sit. Yeah, she, she's right. She's right behind me, her and her dad, and you know, so I get a first view of of all those signs, and it's like up close and it's awesome. But she made me aware that you, GB, uh-huh. are the new David. <laughs> oh so, really is that buckle right up, buckle up i don't know what she has in store for you my friend but i'm gonna pray to god i stay on the good oh, side of cheyenne boy wow. well let me first say i was genuinely shocked that what because you know usually after we finish the uh pre-show uh, they're usually in their seats and we are usually running frantic looking for people. And so, you know, I, it's no thing. I usually always speak to her and she's always very cordial, but this time she was like, her arms were folded and she had a mask. She had a mask on, but her eyes, oh. I mean, they told a story and I was like, what is wrong? And she just, I really couldn't remember why she would be upset. I don't understand. Well, because why. she wasn't on at the time of your comment. Well, so how so would you I, know? I had forgotten what I even said that would upset her. Now, here's what I know. You guys know me. I love to stay on people's good side, and usually that's yes. not hard to do. But I had no idea that the support of the queen would bring out just the anger and vitriol in some people. So, you know, I, I am sorry. <laughs> I am sorry, Cheyenne. She even signed the sign that said, don't diss my signs anymore. <laughs> and so I don't know that it was a diss of the sign as much as it was a support of the queen. Now I remain, I stand firm and fervent in my support of the queen. And uh, if loving the queen is wrong, I don't want to be right. So <laughs> I'll just tell you, Cheyenne, I am very sorry that I've upset you. But if you're now calling me the savior, then maybe I should give you more fodder for more I don't signs. Know I don't know. Savior. She didn't say savior. I'm, well, I'm not the savior, but I mean, she put me in <laughs> David category. David? Well, and again, he's going to be the wrestler of the year. So maybe, maybe that's not bad. I, I, I don't know. I think you're giving her more content now. I, I, hey, here's, you know, here's, I, uh, here's my thing. Uh, you were the one that got the heat with her. Yet yeah. I also ended up on the side. Well, because you're well, the one that eats the snacks. Dro- drooling, holding a cupcake. <laughs> Well, it's not as if you hadn't been drooling eating a cupcake a before. Fair, fair enough. However, fair. 
Fair. I will say though, the the artwork is phenomenal. Uh, it is phenomenal. It is. It I mean, is at quite least you amazing. didn't have you holding a hot dog with your tongue out or something, making no, out. Well, this is this is true. It, it now, if, if if I could draw, I would attempt to sign for for Cheyenne, but I. I know I can't draw, so let's, I won't let's even leave that to her. I won't. Yeah, I, listen, I know my lane, and that's not my lane. So, oh, man. but but thank you, Cheyenne. I mean, you you do rock. I He's absolutely amazing. And I don't. Here's the funny part. I didn't know that saying that would upset her. So I may not even be trying to end up on a sign next month. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of excited if you're the new if you're taking the place of day I I'm looking forward. That to means seeing, she's going to be very creative. To seeing month to month, I'm excited to see what she comes up with. This this could get well. Let Let's see if we can give her something to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, we're already excited to see what she comes with it month to month because this all her true. signs are fire. But yes, yeah, they we, are. I can't wait. Yeah. So we will we will certainly see. <laughs> well, I will tell you what, it's been, uh, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. It's been a while. Yes. We took last week off almost because I felt like I needed to have a breather just because of the crazy week. You, prior. you had a lot, uh, sir. It was, yeah. First of all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They did it. They yes. did it. Since the last time we've talked to you guys, the Atlanta mm-hmm. Braves have gone on and won the World Series. How in the world? And you was at the parade before SHW, so how was that? Yeah, how was that? It was fantastic. Here's the thing that I need to never, ever do again, and that is during a show week, uh, an SHW show, <laughs> blow my voice out three or four times leading up to the show. Yeah. Uh, I, I got through it, though, GB. You were there. You, you were did. Time. You surprised did very I surprised Adrenaline myself. jumped in, and you you killed it, man. But it was, it was I was worried because, uh, you know, blowing it out at the stadium – uh, mm-hmm. And then going back to the stadium a couple of days later and doing it again, and then going to the Which, parade. Wait, oh. by the way, let's not let's not blow past that. Like, just everybody can go to the World Series. Sir. Well, right? you went to the World Series to watch an actual game. Yeah, and Lucky then list. you went back to the World Series to watch them literally win the World win. Series. Yeah, while. Uh, that's so, amazing, dude. What, let me just put it. I owe my, my big sister a, a, a big debt of gratitude because she was the one awesome. that got the tickets to game three. So when wow. they were in Atlanta, uh, she t- so Stephanie, shout out. She doesn't yes. watch this, but I'm going to give her a shout out anyway. She like, might. Look, this. Yeah, I'll okay. let her know. I'll let her know that she's on this. She got a shout out. But uh, she bought the tickets for game three. It was one of those once in a lifetime bucket list things. So she just, Absolutely. you know what? She She threw down and got the tickets. I wasn't even expecting that, right? So I wasn't. I was happy watching on my couch at home. I might sure. thought I thought about going down to the battery because they were doing watch parties mm-hmm. outside the stadium, but you could right. still be in the atmosphere okay. of the battery. So anyway, she ended up getting tickets, and uh, I was on a work trip in Miami. I was going to be getting home on Friday. She said, "Hey, what are you doing? Right. What are you doing right, Friday right. night?" And I was like, "Well, right. I'll just be getting back in town. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be watching the game on TV." She's like, "What? What do you want to go to the game?" Yeah, <laughs> like that's hmm, kind of crazy. Gee, let me think. Uh, yeah. so yeah we got to go and then uh sunday uh i went down there for another watch party when i wow. thought they were going to clinch it they wow. did not so they had to go back to houston yeah. so then tuesday i went down there again where they had a watch party inside the stadium and shout out to our uh, shw family kyle he was down there yes. with me yes. and uh, kyle's always behind the board back there with rich ward and uh, and mm-hmm. garrett running things behind the board at the shw shows but yeah. he went down there with me, and we got to see him actually win it 
and it was wild and there was probably i don't know maybe i don't know 12 15,000 people in the stadium just for the yeah. watch party so they were watching on the big screen in the in center field and yeah. uh, how amazing is that that is it, awesome. it was fun it was fun so it wasn't quite as cool as if they would have wanted it home but it was like the next best thing it was right it up is there. the next best thing. so yeah. it was very cool and then at that point wow. they win it and they say they're gonna have a parade on friday and i know that the that friday is shw 33 but i'm like <laughs> all right how can i maybe do both things mm-hmm. here and mm-hmm. so yeah they had two portions of the parade and if you're in it in the atlanta area you're probably aware of this but they had part of it downtown and then they had the set and then they took about an hour in between to travel up north and then they did mm-hmm. part of it in Cobb County and then they ended inside the stadium and did a big yeah. uh, presentation and uh, a lot of the players spoke and some players uh, ruffled some feathers with some uh, comments but we, we don't need to get into that but it was cool Spicy. they presented yeah they presented the trophy and all this kind of stuff and it was it was really really cool so mm-hmm. because we had SHW 33 I did the early portion of the parade mm-hmm. and took Marta downtown early and uh we're right along Peachtree street and nice a lot of people were griping that at that portion that the cars and the buses were flying by but i think that oh. must have been towards the end of that part of the parade because we were right at the towards the beginning mm-hmm. and they were just going at a snail's pace like a normal right. parade would go so we right. got a good view of everybody and i brought my big actually this flag right behind me oh nice nice i have a giant I have a big pole and uh I had that and it was a good marker because we ended up running into a bunch of people I know. And so then they would text me, Hey, where are you? Like, well, we're right. across from the Hooters and I have right. a giant Braves flag. So look for the flag. And wow. uh, we ended up with a group of like, I don't know, 10 of us or something down there. And that's um, so cool. my buddy, Mark, uh, shout out to Mark Owens. He works with me in my, uh, as the wrestlers would say in my shoot job. <laughs> uh, but he also right. is the big face you see on the big screen in between innings at the Braves games. And he's like playing uh-huh. the games with the fans and all that kind of stuff. Nice. And so he was in the parade. He's been doing it for like 10 or 15 years. Like he's been there a while. Yeah. Um, he was in the parade and it was crazy. So he was in one of the earlier buses and they were like the, the buses without the route, without the top. Right. And like yeah. double deckers yeah. and, so he was on one of those. They have a group called the Heavy Hitters, which is like the big drum line that's always playing the. Uh, it's really right. cool, like a marching band drum line. And uh, right, um, he was in the bus with them, and he's mm-hmm. got a, a, a PA and a microphone, and he's talking to the crowd as they're going by. And in a sea of hundreds of thousands of people, we make dead eye contact, and he's like, oh, wow. "Red!" And I'm like, yes! <laughs> "It was so crazy." And he's texting me afterwards, and he's like, "How in the world of thousands and thousands of people did we see each other?" And I'm like. I don't know, dude, but it was it was pretty cool because we That's definitely cool. made eye contact and he gave me the shout out as he's cruising by. That's the, way the, uh, cool. Bus. So, man, it was a wild night and then uh, or wild yeah. day. And then, you know, I got home, changed clothes, got all my gear and booked it up to uh, Canton Amazing. to the action building. So I was uh, I was kind of wore out by the time the show started. But once the show, once you get going and, yeah. the, you know, the, the adrenaline gets going, you get amped up, then you're absolutely in the zone. And uh, so that brings us. SHW yeah. 33. 33. This is an adventure. I love this type of stuff, man. Yes. And I, I hope that you guys appreciate Brandon getting to share that because those are once in a lifetime types of things. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm glad you, that's his, that's his deal. He loves baseball. He loves the world series. I'm like that about wrestling. Like my WrestleManias, I've been to a few of them, mm-hmm. hopefully another one. So yeah. I, I, man, this is, I get it. I get it. <laughs> But there we go. So SHW 33, uh, I mean, we were just talking like it feels like 
our, our timing gets so thrown off from month to month, right? Like, <laughs> right. it just feels like we have a show and then it takes forever for the next one to get here. Or then, or, or like, we just had this show last, was it last Friday? Or two Fridays uh, ago? Yeah, two, two Fridays. Fridays ago. Yeah. Whenever, but it seems, it feels like it was forever ago, you know? And Yeah. Uh, and then we did take the week off, so that's why my timing's thrown off here. But uh, it's all good. It's, it, was, uh, it was an amazing show. And it was. I got to tell you, it was a shocking show, especially the way things uh, left off at the at the end there. Um, mm-hmm. But let's before we get to that, <laughs> there's a tease for you. Before we get to that point, let's let's kind of go back and, and kind of run it down here, do a little recap if we can, of uh, of how the night went. Mm-hmm. So starting out, we had uh, the kid Kevin Ryan or Brain Dead Kevin Ryan, as he's known these days, the inaugural mm-hmm. SHW champion. And he took on somebody that was making their singles match debut in SHW. He's made a couple of brief appearances here and there. But Carly Bravo making mm-hmm. his, uh, his singles debut. And um, what did you guys think? I thought Carly and Kevin both put on a great match to open the show. Um, yeah. and, and we've said before, GB, that Carly, I think, has every, every uh, piece to make a great professional wrestler and to make oh, it in yeah. this business. And so what would you guys think? I, I, I was really looking forward to this match. But one, because I know how good Kevin is. And two, because I've seen how good Carly can be. And I'm excited to see where he's headed as, you know, as far as Carly. Um, I love his image. I love his gimmick or whatever. It's not really a gimmick because he is a veteran. Yeah. And that whole, the flag and bad news tattoos. I mean, it, it suits him so well. I mean, he's such fun to watch and then you know you have all of Kevin's aerial abilities and and um, it was quick Um, I was a little disappointed with um, Kevin and his attitude at the beginning of the show but Mm -hmm. it is what it is so but yeah I mean I'm I'm excited to see what what Carly does and and what's next for him because he's he's definitely going to be a star there yeah, you mm-hmm. know what's funny? I, I remember ooh, maybe a year or so ago. I shouldn't make that face. Uh, I remember like a year <laughs> or so. I, I saw it. I was like, it's Ugh. funny because you can see yourself, and when you make faces, right. you're like, oh, ooh. oh, what the are doing? on the freeze frame that she's There's, gonna draw it. That's, right. a, that's our thumbnail for the episode. What yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know, uh, I remember us watching Ben Buchanan, and we were seeing him, and we were just like. This guy is a star, and it really kind of didn't matter what his win-loss record is. He's a star. And, uh, you know, I I think I thought that the very first time I saw Carly Bravo Mm -hmm. is this guy is a star. He's got charisma. He's got Mm -hmm. the it factor. He's somebody you want to come see no matter where he is on the card or what it is he's doing. He just has that thing, you know, it's kind of like the cool jock in high school that you want to know because he's just that guy. That's who he is. And, you know, it's one of those things where when it's authentic, it resonates. And so what I think is amazing is even though Kevin Ryan won the match, all of the conversation has been about Carly Bravo, which speaks volumes. Bravo dominated the match. You know, and think about it, to make your singles debut to open up an SHW show is very hard, Mm -hmm. especially against 
a proven commodity like Kevin Ryan. So right. I thought he was absolutely amazing. I definitely want to see him back in an SHW ring. Uh, and I just feel honored that we're getting to call these matches in the first year of Carly Bravo. Because yeah. if he but it doesn't stay, feel like a year, like the first it year. It doesn't. Like yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird to say first year. But, you know, the thing is, uh, as long as he can stay injury-free, let me tell you something. This guy is going to be international. I guarantee yeah. it. So I'm excited, and I'm glad we get to call the first year of his matches because, uh, you know, it's a special thing. It's a very, very right. special thing, for sure. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about uh, two tag teams, right? So we had... Ashton, Zicky Dice, and mm -hmm. then Kyle Matthews and Chip Day, Technical Excellence. These two teams have been feuding for the last couple months, right? The tag team belts have switched hands. Uh, well, coming into the show, we heard that it's going to be two singles matches. We're going to get right. Ashton Starr and Kyle Matthews, and we're going to get Zicky Dice and Chip Day, both of which were matches that, or singles matches in particular, that I never thought I would want to see until I heard that they were announced. I was like, Wow. Now I definitely want to see both of those matches. Well, uh, first off, second match of the night, it was Ashton Starr versus Kyle Matthews. And both of these guys were kind of going back and forth a little bit on social media leading up to the show. Uh, Ashton in particular talking about how they had faced each other when Ashton first started in the business a number of years ago. And mm -hmm. he was looking forward to showing Kyle how far he's come and what he can do now. And, uh, Despite the outcome of the match, I thought up to that point, they put on a great, great match. Yeah, and I was, it was one of those where, we say this all the time, I know some people might get tired of hearing us, but I don't care because it's true. Every SHW show, all of these matches probably could main event most other places. And this was one of those. I mean, Ashton and Kyle Matthews, I mean, what a match. Your thoughts? Go ahead, B. Oh, well, you know, I, I think it was incredible. You know, it was amazing to watch these two. First of all, you have Ashton Starr, who debuted a whole new look. Like, yeah. he's cut his hair, you know, he's gone all natural. He uh, just had a whole new look uh, and a new vibe, even mm -hmm. though he still had his treacherous ways, right? <laughs> and I guess I could get it, right? New vibe, because you get to walk into an SHW show as the actual champion, not with stolen goods, but you've actually won the title, regardless of how you won it. And so it kind of seemed like a, a sure bet where, you know, he's walking in a champion. There's no worry about title defense in this match. So there's a different kind of swagger, and he had something completely different to prove. What he had to prove this time around was that he wasn't the same guy that Kyle Matthews faced many, many moons ago when Ashton was a rookie in this business. Ashton, I think, proved that by going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Kyle. He started wrestling Kyle's style, style of match, and he certainly did better than he did eight years ago but Kyle Matthews is still Kyle Matthews. Oh, and definitely. Kyle, you know, we, we could call him MacGyver because he's going to always figure out how to get out of a crazy situation. And right. so here it is. It seemed like he had it all figured out. And then Ashton went and did what Ashton does. He found a way to do what is honestly won him championships at this point. Cheat, steal, lie even. 
Shout out to Eddie Guerrero. He can do any of those types of things to become a champion or to retain a title. And honestly, it's led him to a great record over the last year or so at mm -hmm. SHW. So shout out to Ashton. We don't like how he did it, but it still looks like a win in the win column. I agree. I personally love to watch Kyle wrestle because he is a wrestler's wrestler. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He He's... Well, he's a technical wrestler all the time. He is the technical wrestler. He has an award named after him, for God's sakes. But to see Ashton hold his arm wrestling, you know, before he decided to do his thing. But, I mean, it was a great match just because it was going back and forth. It was kind of even, you know, to me it was even. And um, I was really pulling for Kyle. I really was. But, I don't know, I just had a good feeling that those antics, as you said, about Ashton was just going to, it's going to show his evil little face. And even though he's got a noodle look and, you know, whatever, suave, but he's still Ashton. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. is. Well, uh, as I mentioned, Chip Day and Ziggy Dice would go on to face each other in a singles uh, match as well. But that was later on in the show. And I'll try to stick to uh, the order that we went in. And um, we heard from a couple of people that, I had no idea it was even going to be there. They weren't booked to be there. But after the Ashton and Kyle match, we hear from uh, Cruel, the heathen mm -hmm. Cruel, and his mouthpiece, Brooklyn, uh, as they made their way out to the ring to just cut a scathing promo on Dylan and uh, everybody, basically. And then to everyone's surprise, we hear the music of the rocker, Terry Lawler, who... I even I think we said on commentary, GB, we hadn't heard that music since the Rumble Jack, and we're talking about the 2020 Rumble Jack, so it's been quite yeah. a while. Um, now, granted, we did see him briefly at that show um, uh, by the Tapped Out guys a couple months ago, but <laughs> as far as SHW shows, we hadn't seen him in you know over a year, and I had no clue what he was doing there. Now there is a history of him and and formerly known as Logan Creed, uh, Logan Creed and Terry Lawler go way back. I think he even said it in the ring. They're like drinking buddies. Yeah. And, you know, uh, he was trying to get out there to almost have like an intervention of sorts, trying to figure out, right. like, hey, what's going on here? What's where, going on where, here? Where's do my buddy? Do you run? Do you hey, run? come on, do it. No hey, infringement. Hey, 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 what is going on here? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Which, by the way, I did at a, a certain point with uh, our buddy Zach. When, uh, again, I'll get to the Chip Day and Zinke match yeah, here. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I totally was like, what? Anyways. Hold we'll your get fork. We'll get is. to that. We'll get to that. But, um, so, yeah, you have Terry Lawler trying to figure out, hey, where's my old friend? Is he still in there somewhere? And, well, it just didn't turn out too well for good old Terry Lawler. Now did it. <laughs> no, I commend his efforts, though, because he was yeah. really trying to – to pull Logan out of cruel and, and, you know, kind of shake him back into reality of what's going on. And, and Brooklyn, you know, she's, she's got her monster on a leash. I mean, plain and simple. She's, she's controlling cruel. She has him on a leash, literally. And uh, I don't think it set well with Terry, especially knowing Logan the way he knows him. Yeah. But again, or knew, knew him. Or knew him, right. Logan, yeah. not Cruel. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know Cruel too well. Or the new Brooklyn. She's not even going by Brooklyn Creed anymore. She's just Brooklyn. So I guess the whole Creed thing is outdoor. But 
I mean, he made sense. I mean, he, he did what he could. He, he tried what he, what he thought would work and it backfired awfully on him, but it was, it was, it's always good to see Terry Lawler. Always good to see a legend come out and, and, you know, even if he's trying to save somebody, but it was sad. Yeah, you know, Terry Lawler uh, meant well, but I think we need to leave the intervention to Dr. Drew and Dr. Phil because uh, Terry, not exactly your thing. You meant well, you meant well, but I think you have to understand. I mean, I can tell you, I have not known this guy nearly as long as Terry Rocker has or Terry Lawler has the rocker, but uh, you can look in Cruel's eyes and see Logan Creed is gone. He is not there. That is not the eyes that I see. And well, it was I mean, hard enough to see Logan through those eyes, through Logan's eyes. He, I mean, this it was is already true. creepy. This but is now true. It's worse, it's dark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he went from being a heathen to well, he's still a heathen, but with a completely different name. And yeah, it's it's not a good thing. And so uh, Terry risked literal life and limb to yeah. uh, try to reach his friend, and uh, it didn't exactly work. So. Uh, lesson to all of you, if you're trying to do an intervention, you know, go get the people who are qualified. Otherwise, it might not go well for you. Uh, right. So There's safety in numbers. There is safety in numbers. And uh, he didn't have the numbers on his side at all. No. So, uh, yeah. I, ugh. Well, well, Zach was trying to help, but I had to hold Zach back. Oh, thank you. Thank you for holding Zach back because uh, <laughs> you guys just had a new table there. <laughs> You know, he didn't need to be one with that again. So, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. And they had already left Terry laying in the ring and they were leaving. Mm-hmm. And then yes. Terry got up and got on the mic and said, No, we're going to do this rocker style. And uh, he wanted to have a match. That's what blew my uh, mind. I was like, What are you, th- what are you thinking? Yeah. I mean, you got to give it up to the, the cojones of Terry Long. Well, he's been around long enough. I'm sure he's faced some giants before. I guess. Well, you know, facing giant is one thing. Facing a giant who was a part of a group called Fear, who already didn't care, is another thing completely different. And if he would just really destroy Sunny Days the way he did, what would he do to somebody like Terry Lawler? Like, so... Well, we saw not the smart yeah we well we saw exactly and you'll get to see on IWTV uh SHW33 trust me it's not for the faint of heart yeah and uh and good old Zach on uh as cruel was on his way out and we could see from our table where Zach was hollering at him I was thinking like oh Zach Zach, Zach I was Zach, I'm Zach. trying to pull him back I'm like shut up I will say though I you know Zach's pretty light on his feet but I don't know if I've ever seen him run that fast when, oh my uh, God. when Cruel kind of made a quick move and Zach just darted yeah. to the other side of the uh, the ring. Look, I was trying to put the, Zach behind me and I reached back to pull him behind me, but he was not there. He was gone. Yeah. So of course I had to run after him because I was I was about to get I wasn't about to take the place. So God bless Zach. He's got a three hundred and fifty pound <laughs> oh. spirit and a ninety two pound body. He does. Zach, let me tell oh you, God. listen. I know your heart is big, your spirit is strong. God but, loves that. Uh, please don't put your body in harm's way like that, sir. Like, Cruel is not the one to. Not the one. That's no. Not not the one. No, no, sir. No, Love sir. you, well, Zach. Yeah. Stay safe. Absolutely, absolutely. Please. <laughs> so, Thank God for 
fans though, because the fans were like offering this comfort zone. It was like, oh. <laughs> man. I was like, just jump over the rail because they're going to catch you and keep you. So it was, it was, yeah. it was hilarious. Well, coming out of that impromptu matchup, we had the number one contenders match for the mm. SHW title between AC Mack, former champ, and mm-hmm. Connor Miller, who I think to a lot of people's surprise has not been the champ to this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and talk about uh, another match that I didn't even know I wanted until I heard it was announced. And it was uh, it was a... It was a really good match. It was yeah, a it was. really good match. It, 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 got, it ended in a way that none of us saw coming, by no. the way, uh, with, a, with a distraction on the big screen uh, by an interview from the Reverend Dan Wilson. Uh, he creeps me out. On, on behalf of Tank, who Tank, you'll remember from the Rumble Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, Tank, if you recall, I'll never forget the visual of him putting the, the, the skewers mm-hmm. in Nathan's head. And Danny Only's head, but Nathan mm-hmm. is the picture that is in my mind of yeah. those skewers. But anyways, so back to Gunner and Mac. Prior to that happening, I thought it was a great match. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think? Yeah, it was it was completely just unexpected but welcomed. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like AC came out, did his thing, which is always a pleasure. Now that I'm on his good side, it's always a pleasure. Because <laughs> it wasn't always a pleasure, but now it is. Yeah. But, yeah, he, he, he talked about he had to beef up. What was he, like, 160, 265? I think was his weight this time. Whopping 265 because he knew he had Gunner, so he had to beef up, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, rightfully so, because Gunner is nothing you know, to play around with. What? I almost want to have a scale backstage to to because every now and then because it looks the same, right? I'm like I just want to know if he's legitimately. I don't know. I'm not saying he's. Hey, not. but between the Halloween candy and the it Atlanta is, Braves right? World Series win, look, and they did have Thanksgiving dinner in the parking lot. They did. True. By the way, sure shout did. out, shout out to uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff and Nadine, our people out there. They're amazing. Good lord, craziness. Their food is incredible. The turkey craziness. Was Woo. So good. Stuffing, but, the mashed potatoes. Oh, oh. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I didn't even get a plate. Sorry. I'm oh, getting the meat sweats. So I thought that oh, I didn't man. get a plate. But you gotta okay. we gotta we gotta fix that next time. That's two shows mm-hmm. in a row where yeah. you didn't get one. We gotta Where was yeah. I? I mean I was I, I was I don't there know. five hours early. Right. Imagine right. You're there five hours early and you still miss it. And I didn't crazy. get a plate. You took my place. Like you got there when I normally would get there. <laughs> right. And I was running late. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. So back oh, to the man. match. Yes, back to the match. So back to That's the beefed the up AC match. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. AC's beefed up waiting for Gunner. And I mean, he held his own. I mean, how many spears did he take? Right. Absolutely. Uh, at least three that I remember. Yeah. I mean, yeah. God. But it was, it was a great match. I mean, they were really toe to toe for most of it. And then, of course, like you said, the revs, uh, they gave me chills. Every time he speaks, every time I see a promo of him, it gives me chills. It gives me that Zimbodi vibe. Like, mm, yeah. I don't know if I want to be out there when they come because I don't think he's going to be like Bodie and just rub his face all over us. He's pro- I don't want no skewers in my head. Let's, let's hope that doesn't happen again. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm climbing the rail. Mm. Let's not happen. I'm, I'm not. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. 
but Mm-mm. AC came away with a win. You know, he's number one contender now. So AC and Owen. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. That, that, that's a story that writes itself. And I know we'll get a right? chance to tell that story for sure. But, uh, you know, again, AC, Matt, Gunnar Miller. And I think, you know, one might argue that maybe Gunnar Miller was the favorite in this one coming off mm-hmm. the heels of retiring Corey Hollis at still here three, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just a major thing now that, you know, I can <clears throat> see clearly now that Corey's gone. And that's the deal for, uh, you know, Gunnar Miller. And he could see clearly until a tank showed up. Right. And I don't think any of us saw that coming. You know, when Tank's video played, it was like, wait, what? Why? So another obstacle obstacle in the way of Gunnar Miller. Um, And so there's that. But for AC Mack, who's really not had a one-on-one title shot in uh, quite some time, ever since really he lost the title. So this is an opportunity for AC Mack, and you talk about a story that writes itself. I'm trying to save myself to that point, so I'll do my best. But AC Mack getting a shot at the SHW Championship. Wow. Let's just say I'm going to have fun calling this one. Yeah, it's going to be also a blast. The, I mm-hmm. think because Gunner is clearly Gary's favorite to be beat all, end all, you know, right? Yes. He's he's Gary's favorite, but has he done anything really besides retire Corey? So Diana, here's the 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 pot stirring that Diana's doing, and it's the statement that I didn't want to make. But since you went there, let's just say, oh God, I'm scared. I just felt (laughs) fear jump all over me. But Gunnar Miller has yet to win the big one. Right. But he has he's he has got let's remember. He has already had two title matches in SHW. He was the first title match against Joe Black, which we all just knew, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. Gunnar Miller is going to walk away as the SHW champion and he did not. He had a title match against David Ali, which we all just knew. Okay, Joe Black, superhero, okay. David Ali, Gunnar Miller should go right through him. And David Ali defeated Gunnar Miller. So the real question now is, can Gunnar Miller win the big one? Can Gunnar Miller win the SHW championship? And now the question is, what does he have to do to prove that he deserves another shot? He's had two. Right, right, because he's had two shots. But... It's almost like he he knows, it's, and this might be completely off, but it's almost like he knows he can get it any time he really wants it. He didn't have to be distracted. I mean, he's a football player. He knows how to keep distractions at bay and keep your eye on the prize and stay to the game plan. But it's almost like he, he knows he can get it any time, but he's taken us to that point and then just yanking it. Or is there something else at work here? Because here's the thing in the pro wrestling business, right? There is never a time like the present 
Right. Okay. So there can't be this, you know how sometimes I, I remember when, when concerts would come into town and I'd w waffle, ah, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't, you know, they'll be back next year. You know, right. they'll be back next year. You know, they'll be back next year. And then 2020 dealt us COVID where we didn't know if we'd ever go to a concert again. Exactly. Right? And so our business was nearly taken away from us. And right. so I just sit back and I say, you can have all the physical tools, right? And Gunnar Miller has that. You can have the support of the fans and Gunnar Miller has that. You can retire uh, one of the longest reigning SHW champions and he's done that. You can have the boss in your pocket right. on your side. He's got all of the check marks that exactly. indicate that he should be the SHW champion, which then says, the one thing that's stopping him is him. Right. And so the real question is, can Gunnar Miller get focused enough to become champion? It took him focus to get to and eventually beat Corey Hollis. Right. But he didn't have, he allowed himself to get distracted with Joe Black, you know, by the lynch mob. He got himself distracted when it came to David Ali. He got distracted with AC Mack. Can he focus long enough? And here's the thing. When you guys see this promo that Reverend Dan did, I'm automatically, if I had any power to submit something for promo of the year, it's one of the candidates because he said a lot of scathing things yeah. about Gunnar Miller that happened to be true, which if we sum it up in a nutshell, he said, you can't win the big one. Whenever you get the big opportunity, you can't grab it. So this really now becomes a question of can Gunnar Miller live up to what his potential is? And that's now he has to go through another obstacle in tank. And that's that, too big of an obstacle to have to go through when you could already be champion by now. That, that's my point. I feel like that he should already be champion and everybody's expecting him to have already been or be soon and i think one more one more shot and one more loss it's going to be just like oh well gunner's just going to blow it again and the fans are just going to be oh he's just going to blow it again but why why i mean like you said he has all the tools he has everything going for him everything's pushing except he gets distracted why yeah does he want it does he want the burden of the title Ooh, Does he want Diana. Because it's not an easy thing to be. Mm. Champion is not easy. It's like, oh, I'm on top of the world. Everything's great. No, everybody wants you. Here's the other thing, too. That. Like, it's almost like now that Corey's gone, has he felt like he's lost his purpose? Because with Corey around, he always had, you know, you have Batman and Joker. Yes. You have Batman and Joker, and yes. they're, always, they're always around, but it's almost like they both need each other. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. to to have a purpose and yeah now that Corey's gone um yeah. i don't know man there's a so, there's so much to unpack here gb and diana have both done a great job of unpacking some of it but um <laughs> i i all i know is that uh reverend dan wilson could not have picked a worse time if you're gunner miller to bring mm -hmm. up the fact that gunner eliminated tank from the rumble jack which was yeah kind of one of the main reasons tank is coming after gunner now uh and and he did that hardcore match with Corey, so that's right up his alley that's what he's looking for so yeah 
Yeah. So mm-hmm. I <laughs> all I know I is know that I had visuals of spears and, and skewers in in guns, and I was wondering how that was going to work because mm-hmm. I just I can't picture it. But yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. All I know is Gunner's got his hands full. Uh, before Literally. He can, before he can even think about getting back into the title picture, he's got to go through Tank, and and that is uh, <laughs> quite a beast to uh, mm-hmm. to get past. And speaking of uh, the next matchup. Two beasts going one-on-one with each other. Wow. Uh, we've talked about it before. King Kong versus Godzilla. It was that <laughs> type of match. Two behemoths talking about Michael Judas, the priest of punishment, uh, and the chief, Austin Towers, going one-on-one. And, I mean, what an absolute slugfest. It was everything we expected it to be. Yes. And, I mean, it was, um, it was quite a sight. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you'll, I'm not sure if it's up yet, but if it's not, you need to check out IWTV, check out the every match on the show, but this match in particular, I don't know if it will live up to seeing it in person. You uh-uh. know, and it, it probably won't. Cause you, you gotta it, be there in person. I don't know what you guys are doing on Friday nights if you're not there, but you no. gotta be there. You gotta be yeah. there. It's one of those things. And the other thing too, was this match was in the middle of the card and it, and yes. it worried me for a second because I thought, I don't know if the ring is going to hold up. The right. building. Did yeah. you not feel the building shake when they hit the mat? <laughs> and we still had like three or four matches after. So mm-hmm. I thought, man, I hope this ring will hold up. So I don't know if YJ or whoever was helping. I was looking for him. I was like, they, hey. <laughs> maybe they uh, put in extra support, uh, you know, and reinforce the ring a little bit because these two big dudes, I mean, they were putting it all out there. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was quite a spectacle. What'd you guys it, it was. It was. It was like we were all these little people and these big monsters towering over us. Who's gonna oh, bring the house down on our heads? Because we want it. <laughs> we want it. We, we want it. Crumble down on us. It was amazing. Yeah. Jeez, Michael Judas is. Mm, I'm telling you, something's in the works there. Something's coming. Yeah. Yeah. He's you know, tired I- of being in the background. He's about to come up and telling him, "It's time." Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a wonderful uh, show that won several awards. It's called 20 Feet from Stardom. It's a show that talks about the life of the background vocalist and how they're literally 20 feet from whoever the star is. And a lot of times in music, and, and Diana, you definitely know this, the background vocalists can actually sing better than the superstars that they support. They make them look good. They make them sound They make them look amazing. And for the bulk of his SHW career, Michael Judas has been 20 feet from stardom. He has stood close enough to watch somebody else be great. He has supported him. And now he's really trying to prove I was the better singer all along. Right. What made this match so interesting is you had another guy who was living 20 feet from stardom. You had, you know, the chief who was really primarily responsible for David Ali's title run. He was the muscle behind that. He was the one that was beating people up and causing all kinds of crazy things to happen. So these two guys were ready to step out of the background and into the spotlight. And I'll tell you something, both of them have done some incredible things but Judas was really ready to say, it's my time yeah. and no one's going to take it from me. And I don't know what proved it more, the match 
or the fact that he got on the mic oh. after the match. We oh. don't see that very often. Nope. And so it's like, you know, when we saw that, it was like, everybody be quiet because he has something to say. That and, thunderous voice. Ugh. Is... ugh. He I'm frightens sorry. me. And it's so, yeah, I, I think he is on the road in SHW to finally do what perhaps some other places have seen him do. And now right. he gets to do it perhaps in the pinnacle, which means there's going to be a real problem in SHW. But he might have a bit of a destroyer on his hands. <laughs> this is true. A bit of a roadblock. Uh, a bit of a roadblock. So yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What's crazy, GB, is that, and Diana, you can help me remember this as well. I don't think in the history of us doing this podcast or in the history of us calling the SHW shows, I don't recall us ever necessarily saying anything uh, negative about Judas, uh, especially about his ability or anything like that. So it makes me wonder why every time he comes out there, he glares daggers yes. at both of us at the commentary he's booth. the priest of punishment and it is the he most, doesn't have to have a reason it's the most bone chilling stare because it, like we look around and there's really nowhere to like escape and he's no. right there and i'm no. every time i'm just terrified when he comes stand out in there. the ring stand in the ring waiting Please. for him to make his entrance as he walks oh. to you looking down two feet mm -hmm. because you know i'm way shorter than him Right. And you're thinking, please, God, don't grab me. Right. Please, God, just, right. just turn around and walk away or let me scoot out. Or just, you talk about being afraid of cruel, being all up in your face, but that's a mask. This is a man's face, and it's, it gives you just as much terror. Yeah. Just as much. And his demeanor, and he's a prince of punishment. Priest of punishment. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. that's in his, that's what he, that's what he's there to do. He's there to punish you. He's there to, tear you apart and he does it every time honestly i'm glad he's out from behind Corey because he doesn't need all those underhanded antics to be great yeah he get, he has all that i mean he has experience he has everything that i'm telling you i would not be mad if he becomes champion one day soon i mean i'd be behind judas i mean he's he'd be very hard to beat I don't I mean, know who could stop him, uh, but we mentioned the roadblock, the boulder, the, roadblock, the destroyer. Yeah. We, so we got a guy a, that's a punisher mm -hmm. going face to face with a guy that's a destroyer. Good okay. luck. And I don't know who to pick in this, uh, you know, and uh, I don't know that anything's officially been announced yet, but they sure did tee it up for a confrontation between these two. And we thought it was a big uh, collision when it was, Towers, Towers in Judas. Right. And now we're looking at Cyrus in Judas. He's perhaps? already broken mm -hmm. ring once in Cyrus. multiple rings that I've seen. He's not just broken yeah. our ring. He's broken Right, other right. And, um, yeah. Mm. I, I, I don't mm. I don't know. I don't know either, but mm -mm. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. You know, yeah. when, I, when I saw it happening, I'm like, oh, boy. It was one of those things where, like, uh, so there's a there's a, a a gif that everybody posts of it's from the office uh, mm -hmm. where they're having like a, it's like a fire drill or something, and Michael Scott's going around, he's like, it's happening, it's happening, all right, it's <laughs> happening, and mm -hmm. 
that's how I felt when I saw that yeah. happening in the ring. I was like, oh, it's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we had yeah. to get the guys. We had, we had some of the folks from the back trying to come in, like, split them apart. And it was one of those things where we're, we're supposed to be like, you know, professional at the commentary booth. But the <laughs> fan in me is going, let them fight. Let right, them fight. Right, right, right. <laughs> see this, man. Uh, anyways. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait. wait. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, we had um, the approved uh, mm. showed up again. And, uh, again, uh, talk about people that weren't booked, that weren't, ske- weren't on the schedule. So here they come out to the ring, and I'm thinking, well, they're not on my sheet. What are they doing here? Like, they're, they don't have a exactly. match. Exactly. They weren't on my sheet either. Yeah. And so um, they ended up calling out the best tag team that SHW had to offer. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, you have Technical Excellence, mm-hmm. who've, who, you know, have already been out here tonight. You had Zicky and Ashton, who've already been mm-hmm. out here tonight. Uh, All-Star Special, who, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, I didn't think were in the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out they were not in the building, at least not all of them. Right. Um, and then we hear some familiar music. If you've been a fan of SHW for any length of time, you hear this music, and it's the music of the Georgia Avengers. Um, turns out we only got one Avenger. Mm-hmm. And then uh, was it, uh, Hunter James yes. was his tag team partner. And... I don't know. We Nothing speak against volumes. the huh? we speak volumes because yeah. they the approved wanted the best SHW had to offer. So we sent them half of a tag team and it, it, a singles guy. And I was gonna say this is nothing against those two individuals. Nothing at all. Um, nothing at all. However, and I even may have said this on commentary or at least off air to G B at one point, I was like, Did the approved pay these guys to come mm. out and play like they're the like so that way the approved can say, "Oh, we've beaten the best." Mm-hmm. And, oh no, they were disappointed. Yeah. Well, I they you were- know, I don't think honestly the approved came there for an actual fight. Think about it. Think about back to still here three, where they took forever to come to the ring in a match. You know, they. I, I really think these guys are running scared. They're not exactly known for coming through the front door and challenging people face-to-face. Yeah. They came to SHW uh, at Still Here 33. Not Still Here 33, at SHW 33. <laughs> so still Here 33, still right? <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> at SHW Prophetic 33. Speaking. There it is. And they did that knowing All-Star Special wasn't in the building, right? Knowing that the tag team champions were already obligated in singles matches against, of course, the former tag team champions. So what other tag team was there going to be? So I just think, again, they've proven nothing to me. And, you know, obviously they've not proven much to the SHW faithful either because they haven't exactly endeared themselves uh, to our family there. So this is interesting. Uh, Obviously, you know, they got the win and they seem to be taking their sweet time. But it's what happened after the match that I'm still trying to process. Because, of course, if you haven't seen it yet, one third of All-Star Special was there being the manager, Logan Chase. 
And Logan Chase, you know, he said that obviously they had mended their ways. And he reminded us that the Approved really didn't beat All-Star Special. Logan Chase beat All-Star Special. And then you guys have to help me with this. Because it seemed as though Logan Chase, oh, he on behalf of All-Star Special, challenged the Approved to a tag match, and he said if All-Star Special loses, he'll end his career. He put his yeah. own career he on the line. He put his career on the line. That's how confident. I spoke, I spoke to Logan about that. I, I what is that to, about? To clarify myself, I wanted to know. I was like, what do you mean when you said you're going to put your career on the line? So you're putting your career on the line, much like you put your manager position on the line when it came to the Honor Society versus All-Star Special, this is how you came over to mm -hmm. All-Star Special. You put your career on the line. I said, so what does this mean for you? He's like, if my guys lose, I'm done with wrestling. I'm out. I'm done. And I'm like, this? but you're Logan Chase. How could you be done? He's like, my guys lose. I'm done. It almost broke my heart. I was like, but okay. to me, it shows the confidence. Yes. That yes. he knows that All Star Special, if because he said himself, if if it wasn't for him throwing the powder, trying to hit the guy, uh, um, was it Hawkins? I think he was trying to hit mm -hmm. the face. Mm -hmm. and he moved and he ended up hitting Huck instead. Right. And so he he owned up to it. It was his yes. fault that All Star Special lost that match a couple months ago. He and said so, he did not need those antics, but he used them in his old ways mm -hmm. and cost him the match. So well, I think he's fully confident, and I'm fully confident, too, that a, a yeah. healthy all-star special can uh, should be able to defeat a healthy approved and, and just a fair one-on-one -on -one or, well, two-on-two -two match. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I will say this. There are a few things, obviously, on the side of all-star special. All-star special has not lost – to the same team twice in 2021. Right. Hasn't happened. Yeah. Uh, I definitely don't think it will happen with the approved. But I think as a fan, as a member of the SHW team, I have PTSD. We just had a man put his career on the line that it just seemed like there's absolutely no way that this man is not going to continue in the sport of wrestling. Right. Matter of fact, two men put their careers on the line. One man had to lose. Yeah. So we have a scenario now where we could have a manager. I, I, I just don't think this is how the story of Logan Chase ends. Not yeah. at the hands of the approved. Please. If you're going to lose your career, there are much better men for you to lose your career to. And so if I'm all-star special, uh, that adds a little bit of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they should be highly upset about the approved, um, but that adds pressure. I think they'll handle pressure well. I go back to the tag title match. They handled that pressure well, but it was the approved that cost them the tag title match when they attacked Logan Chase. There's always been the approved poking their fingers in what All Star Special has been doing. So, with that said, I think All Star Special. They have pressure, but they also have a lot of reason to do a lot of damage 
the next time they see the approved. And right. so I think, I think the approved is finally going to get what's coming to them. Um, for Logan Chase, for All-Star Special, for SHW, let it be done. Well, let's hope so. Amen. Let's hope so. Uh, so say FGB, yes. <laughs> there it is. Put that on a sign. There That's right. <laughs> I don't think she's going to do that. No, she's not going to do <laughs> that. Way too of positive. course she's not. That's way too Wait, exactly. I got to give her something to work with here. Right. <sighs> uh, moving In down. fact, let me take uh -oh. a second right now. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> let me take a second right now. So, Cheyenne and the rest of SHW, who seem to fight me on the presence of our true queen. I have four words for you. Where was your queen? Where was she? She allegedly won the match, which was still very controversial. She didn't show up for a coronation. Where was she? I know where she was. Let me tell you where she was. She was honestly recognizing, see what I did there, the fact that she's not the true queen because she won under horrible circumstances. So to that I say, where's your queen? Carry on with the show. Okay. Uh, all right, so moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not touching any of that. Uh, the next match on the card, Chip Day, mm -hmm. Zicky <laughs> Dice. I touched mm -hmm. on it earlier. Uh, this was the other match where half the tag team champions, uh, Zicky Dice, taking on half of the former tag team champions, Chip Day. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, this was interesting. The Quite. beginning of the match, uh, and I don't even know how it happened. It just happened in the blink of an eye. And then I have no idea. The point where I said, hey, 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 what is going on here? Because all of a sudden, I see uh, Chip Day say, I, yeah, I'm going to tag Zach in the match. And I don't think, I think Zach kind of high-fived him, not thinking, knowing what it was. So he went to take the gear up the ramp, and, and Chip's going, no, I just tagged you in. Mm. Next thing I know, Zach comes rolling back in the ring. Oh, and my I'm God. Certainly, <laughs> this isn't about to happen. Right. But before anything too crazy happens, Zach quickly tagged himself back out, and uh, and when, he's a smart man. Yes, he's a smart man. Yes, because I've been in the ring with Ziggy Dice, not in a match, but uh, I would those tell cupcakes you, were when on the you line. stole his cupcakes. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I didn't know they were his, uh, and and they were not <laughs> hidden in a certain man bun. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just to be clear. I know they were a not. lot of hair, but they, they were, were not. not in there. They were just at the table. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I, what my point was, uh, and it's intimidating to be in the ring face-to-face -face with Zicky Dice. Whether mm -hmm. you like him or not, uh, he, he's a great wrestler. He he's, he's, he's one half of the tag team champions, for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, it's very intimidating being uh, across from him. So I understand where Zach would quickly tag back out. And in my situation, luckily for me, it was Chip and Kyle that came to my rescue that evening uh, a couple months ago. So, anyways, uh, we have Chip Day, Zicky Dice. Now, this was a match that our uh, general manager, prior to the show on social media, had said numerous times this was going to be his call for match of the night. Uh, and I think it very well could have been. However, 
much like the Ashton match earlier in the night. Uh, some dirty tactics. In this case, Ashton comes out, uses one of the title belts to uh, clock Chip Day, if I'm not mistaken, and mm-hmm. Zicky ends up getting the win. But it was what happened when they were leaving the ring, when speaking of the general, general manager, coming out and making a snap decision that kind of blew all of our minds. Mm-hmm. First of all, what were y'all's thoughts on the match? And then what were your thoughts of when Gary made that decision afterwards? What'd you think? Chip is one of my favorites as well. I already said that mm-hmm. about Kyle, but I love to watch Chip and Kyle together. But them separate and doing singles, he's one of my favorites. He's, he's just fun to watch. I mean, who thinks, who would have thought he could do some of the things that he does, really? I mean, I didn't know him before he, he came to SHW after COVID. I didn't. And we talked about that. I didn't really know a whole lot about Chip. Yeah. I just knew his name. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, I mean, I knew who he was, but whatever. He, he's pretty amazing, right? And then you have Zicky, who's outlandish. He is. He's Zicky Dice. I mean, everything about the man. You can't, you can't not, wa- can't not watch him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like a flash of light everywhere. Anyway, I mean, he's like, what was that? Oh, oh yeah that was Zicky. I mean, he's, he's mm-hmm. going to stand out regardless, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. them together was, was awesome until Ashton came out and did his thing. But uh, Chip had him, Chip had him. He did. Chip had him. I mean, Chip is the technical wrestler of the year, right? Last year. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he did too. Otherwise Ashton yeah. would have had to get involved. Exactly. exactly. So when uh, Gary came out to raise a little hell, <laughs> That was pretty awesome. I mean, it was it was needed. And God forbid he come out with his flip-flops and his hoodie. And he was off, okay? For those of you who did not know, Gary was off that night. He, he didn't do his program like he usually does. He didn't make himself known like he usually does. He was taking the night off. He'd been working all month. He was tired. He had festivals. He had things going on. He was taking the night off. But this took the cake. Not your cake, Brandon, but... <laughs> did somebody say Very cake? Nice. Did somebody say cake? Where? He had, to he had to step in. He had to do his general manager stuff, and he had to fix this situation. And mm-hmm. God love Gary for pulling this one off. Because hey, well, let's just say this. Uh, I guess Gary only had one fix in him for the night, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but you know, the match itself, I thought was a fantastic match again, you know, I think what technical excellence brings out in all of their opponents is they take their opponents to another level where we get to see sides of them that we didn't know existed. Ashton had to wrestle a fairly technical match against Kyle Matthews. Same thing for Zicky Dice, two very different styles, but, uh, Zicky Dice was finding a way to hang, of course, with Chip Day. Chip Day just kicks it into another gear. Uh, But the thing about Zicky Dice, which is crazy, is you never know where his trickery is going to come from. We've seen him do literal magic tricks in the ring. Like, he can do almost anything. And this time, his magic tricks was his tag partner, Ashton Starr. I mean, they they sometimes can be a bit overkill, you know? But for me, I'm just like, this is just a, a little bit, you know? The crazy part about it is it seemed as though they had gotten over. 
Both of them had won their singles matches, which in my mind said there wouldn't be an opportunity for Tech X to get a rematch. They both lost individual singles matches. And so it seemed like Ashton's plan to leave the night with the championships would happen. And then comes Gary. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't you glad, though? I mean... Well, it, it gave us another surprise that we did not expect. So we, get, a, sure. we get an impromptu tag team title match, which, yeah. uh, which didn't last very long, and it ended sure didn't. with Tech X becoming two-time tag team champions. Now, the they most... First. Two-time tag team champions. Correct. And to me, the most interesting thing about this was, and GB, I believe you pointed this out on uh, commentary, um, was that it just goes to show that Ashton still has not been able to successfully defend a title. Because Mm -hmm. when he won the SHW title Mm -hmm. uh, over a year ago, when was that, February of 2020? 2020 yes i believe and he won it in the very same night Mm -hmm. he defended it and lost it back to Corey hollis correct so he couldn't even last one title defense now Mm. he's won the tag team titles at the last show Mm -hmm. and on the very first title defense which here's the thing he and zicky both i think thought they were in the clear Oh, yes. Thinking, hey, our reign is going to at least last two months because mm-hmm. we don't even have to defend the titles here tonight at SHW 33. Right. We had singles matches. Yeah. Until <laughs> Gary made that snap decision towards the end of the show. Hey, by the way, I'm sick of all this fooling around. You guys mm-hmm. cheating to win. And you know what? You're both out here. They're both out here. <clears throat> you got mm-hmm. the titles. You're going to defend them right now. <clears throat> and And there you have it. And so now Ashton unfortunately for him will go down in the record books as somebody who is unable to defend to have a title defense mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. i mean how crazy is that for him we talk about how talented he is uh and he is i'll give him all the credit in the world mm-hmm. but that's quite a blemish on your record to yeah. <laughs> not be able to defend the shw title and then now not be able to defend the tag title i mean like can you you can you can become champion, but can you remain champion? And part of me, it's it's like earlier you talked about. I don't remember who you were talking about. Where you said you almost kind of feel bad for him, but then you're like, Nah, it's Ashton. He's a, he's always mean to us. Like, why would I? Why would you feel bad? Yeah, you know, Ashton. But I almost do. <laughs> well, I, I I do want to point out that it was B Dub who first mentioned this on the podcast today. It wasn't me. <laughs> Just want to point that out. With that said, all right, since the door has already been opened, you know, Ashton, you know, he made such a big deal about being champion. And I get it, right? 28 days is 28 days longer than he held the SHW championship. I get it. days. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's 28 days, 27 days. On top of that, I think he set the whole Todd scheme up to be able to have a scenario where he didn't have to defend the tag team championships. What better way to ensure that you come in and leave with the titles by not having to defend them, right? Right. 
So when we talked about Gunnar Miller not being able to win the big one, Ashton can't keep the big one. So I just say, Ashton, yes, you cut your hair. Yes, you've done all these super cool things. But can you keep a title? Can you defend a title? You've made history, though. You are the second man to hold both the SHW singles title and the SHW tag team championship. So kudos to you. You also made history for having the quickest SHW title reign and the quickest SHW tag team title reign. So history belongs to you, sir. Congratulations. There's something. There it is. God bless him. There is something. Uh, Speaking of somebody who's held the title uh, twice, uh, Twice. one being Corey Hollis, one being Ashton Starr, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody who was looking to hold it twice. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I just confused myself. <laughs> you confused I'm me. just waiting yeah. to see where you're going. <laughs> I was trying to make a connection here of Joe Black potentially holding mm-hmm. the title twice. Ah, uh, yes. Got you. But then I was Got like, you. well, no, Ashton technically didn't have the main belt twice. He has had two separate titles. But anyways, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's he was looking the, to he, become a two-time champion. Yes, yes. That's right. what you're trying to say. And in this One, case, in this case, Joe Black looking to become a two-time champion in the main event. I'll get there. That's okay. <laughs> it's been a long show. We're covering a lot here. <laughs> What's in that water bottle? <laughs> now that's the question. <laughs> Where are my cupcakes? I heard somebody say that. See, there it is. There it he is. He needs some sugar. Yes. Joe Black. Pour some on him. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> a, I, hey, I'm no Logan Chase. I can't pull that off. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go back and watch the last show. Uh, and wait, if you do it next show, it'll be with a bald head. So right? yeah. I, I'll get to that uh, once we wrap yes. up here. I'll get yeah, to we that. gotta talk about that. Uh, yes. <laughs> anyways, Joe Black, Owen Knight. Uh, Owen Knight with his first title defense here. Mm-hmm. Uh, SHW 33. And what a way to have to defend your title for the first time against none other than Joe Black. I mean, this match, um, there was, it was said ahead of time that this was going to be a 30 minute time limit. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I knew that both of them were capable of going that, that length, that amount of time. I just wasn't necessarily expecting them to go that amount of time. Uh, but as the match kept going and going and going, I just, I had no idea like who had the upper hand here. It was so evenly matched up throughout the whole thing. And sure enough, it it ended up going that 30 minutes. But what an amazing match. And I'm I'm throwing it in for match of the year myself. Um, It was great. It was was incredible. And it was was interesting because there was like different phases of the match. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like started out technical, a little catch as catch can, a little – Mm-hmm. chain wrestling then they got outside and they did the brawling and then there was you know it was just different things throughout the match and it was like it wasn't one particular style um right. which was just very cool to see it was uh, i was privileged to be able to be there in person and not only call the match but just to be there and, and watch it live was really cool and um definitely check that one out on IW. check out the whole show on iwtv obviously yeah. but that match was was pretty incredible and I think, obviously, what everybody took away from the show was how everything ended. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what really shocked everybody. And uh, I'll let you guys get to that point. But uh, your thoughts on the match 
uh, before that, though? Joe, we know what Joe can do. We've seen Joe go crazy, crazy physical limits with Huckabee in that match of the year. Was it 19? Mm-hmm. Was it 19? And, uh, God, the things that he went through and things that he did to Huckabee mm-hmm. was 2020. Was um, he became not just Joe, you know, he has all the cosplay and he's, he's the cool superhero type, but he can be ruthless. Mm-hmm. He can be just, you know, not, I'm not going to say vindictive because he's Joe and, and everybody loves Joe and Joe's going to kill you, but it, he's not a pushover. He can do anything, any type of, of match, anyway, with anybody. Hang, dish it out. If you want to go hardcore, Joe's straight hardcore. If you want to wrestle, Joe wrestles. If you want to go crazy outside the ring and, and use whatever, whatever's there, you know, whatever, Joe can do it all. Joe is a true champion. He is a true champion. I always enjoy to see Joe uh, do his thing. Owen. I have a connection with Owen because Owen was my first match I called. He was my first announcing match at SHF. So I have a connection there. I love Owen. I do. Georgia has slept on him for so long. To have him as our champion right now, it, it, it feels like everything's full circle for him. You know, it's like he, it's there. He's, he's the champion. And he wrestled like mm-hmm. a champion. Mm-hmm. He took on Joe Black like a champion for 30 plus minutes mm-hmm. and gave him his all. I'm, I'm proud. I mean, I could have been happy either way. Joe's awesome. He, I hate that he had to give up his title due to injury. I mean, he's due to be champion for a long time. But Owen, today, Owen is champion. Owen is our champion. And I couldn't be prouder. He, he, kicked, mm, he kicked ass that night. He gave everything, that anything that you would think that you want an SHW champion to be, Owen Knight was that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one of the things you, we said at the top of the show, I'm a wrestling guy, right? So right. it made me think about New Japan Pro Wrestling you, during the you? G1, me. You? You know. <laughs> I know. I, never I know they say there are snacks in here, but you know, it's, it's wrestling. I haven't seen you pull a Twizzler out yet. Well, I, it's hard. Try pulling anything out of here, okay? I mean, it's an auto. Let, let me just tell you really quickly. When I go flying, this is an automatic mad magnet to get patted down. Oh, I promise geez. you, it's just it's quite amazing. Be that as it may, I'm a big fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling. G1 Climax has a 30 minute time limit for a lot of these matches, and you know, as wrestling fans, when you hear the time limit, you don't actually think the matches. It's a formality. It's like when you say it's for one fall. It's a formality, right? Um, and so I've seen matches in New Japan where they have five minutes left. They have two minutes left, and it doesn't go the distance. Somebody taps out. Somebody gets pinned. It's not the time limit. Here with this match, I didn't know how this was going to go. But I did think, man, this is an insane test for Owen Knight, right? Like, you know, obviously he had his, his first uh, title match at the Fright Night situation, vanquished David Ali, but now you're at the home turf, right? When you could pick anybody, you pick Joe Black? 
what? Like, it's crazy. So in that match, I think you're right. For anybody who had spent time overlooking Joe Black, and I'll, I don't know what's gotten into me today. Maybe it's just me and wrestling today, but I just feel some kind of way. So I'm going to say this. I remember hearing some of the pundits here in this state of Georgia say that Owen Knight, if he's been overlooked, what he needs to do is show why he shouldn't be overlooked. He needs to put in the work. He needs to put in the time. I invited said pundit to come to SHW and watch Owen Knight do his thing. I'd be really intrigued to see what said pundit would have to say now that Owen Knight is the man of the top promotion in this state. And if you don't believe he should be the man, go back and watch this match. This match proved beyond a shadow of a doubt why Owen Knight is the SHW champion. He defeated the 2020 Wrestler of the Year and beat him clean in over 30 minutes. So let's throw this whole idea and notion away that he's overlooked. He's no longer overlooked. How much more does Owen Knight have to do to prove to you that he's not overlooked? He's already proven it. So with that said, he showed us why this is the top belt in independent wrestling. He showed us why this is the top promotion in this sport for a simple reason. These guys had no gimmicks. They had a downright amazing match. There was no anger or animosity between the two. There didn't have to be some big build in terms of a story. It's two guys who love this business, who love this company, who love the title, fighting for this prize. And what a match. They delivered. And they proved that the SHW fan base, they can go as long as you want to take them. That's you right. had kids standing for 30 minutes. You mm -hmm. had grown adults standing for 30 minutes. They were all begging for five more minutes. Yeah, they were not going to settle for that time of the draw. Nobody left. It was a special moment. And so for me, regardless of the outcome, this match was special for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. It showed many sides of Joe Black. It showed many sides of Owen Knight. Both of them are worthy champions, to be perfectly honest with you. Owen Knight pulled it out, and he wanted it more, and he became the champ, and he retained the championship. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I couldn't be more proud of the job that Owen Knight did uh, in defending that championship. This is the kind of performance that we look for from champions. It's the right. stuff that made Ric Flair great. It's the stuff that right. made Ricky Steamboat great. It's the stuff that made Harley Race great. It's the stuff that makes Owen Knight great. Put some respect on his name. He is your SHW champion. There you go. And you I'm really glad you kind of recapped that as eloquently as you did because, unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people that were there that night didn't walk away immediately thinking, what an amazing 30-minute match I just saw. Unfortunately, what they went away thinking was, what did we just see? Joe Black has lost his mind and snapped. Right. After the match, he did. He completely he snapped, and he attacked Owen Knight, and, and he was shouting at the fans at ringside. It was like a side of Joe Black that I don't know that we've seen at least in a few years mm -hmm. uh, since he's been in SHW. You know, maybe early on he showed a little hint of that side, but since then 
he's been a fan favorite and the crowds mm-hmm. absolutely loved Joe Black. And then at the end of the match, man, he just snapped. You know, earlier I mentioned how GB sitting at the commentary table when Judas comes out and he gives us that look. Describe how you and I both felt at the end of the night. Joe Black had completely snapped, gone off the deep end, and he came and stood right by us and he glared at us. And I, I, I was almost speechless. Like, I didn't know what to say. It's, I, it scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah. So, you know, when Judas stares at you, he's an overwhelming presence because he's seven feet tall. And that brings intimidation. Joe's not seven feet tall, but there's an intensity in the eyes of Joe Black where you will pay attention. And the level of intensity that I saw that night in that moment gives me chills now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm telling you, I thought to myself, if I were to say anything right now, he would knock my head off. Yeah. He would legit knock my head off. And I was just like, I literally said, I have nothing to say we are good I no no now I will say this he's frustrated yes and I understand why he's frustrated here's a guy who again won the championship on a bad wheel defended Mm -hmm. the title on a bad wheel probably caused the injury to be worse by continuing to uphold the SHW banner you know he gets back and uh, gets somewhat cheated in his match against David Ali for the mm-hmm. championship. He should really get a one-on-one fair fight and then ends up in the war chamber against five other men. And then he wrestles his 30-minute time limit draw and can't get the general manager to come out and give him five more minutes. And he flat out said, I nearly ended my career for this company. The least you can do is give me five more minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gary didn't show up to give him five more minutes. And so naturally, by the time the decision was made, his adrenaline was off. He was thrown off his game. And he got wrapped up in less than 60 seconds, which nobody saw coming. You know, so if you think – You know, if you're told, hey, whenever you want a shot at this title after this injury, you just name the time and place and you get it, and then it's not given to you fairly, and now you've got to watch somebody else carry the banner that you worked so hard to carry, it would breed frustration. And I think that frustration all boiled up, and nobody's safe now. Mm -hmm. Nobody's safe. This version of Joe Black is the scariest version of Joe Black we've ever seen. Right, right, totally. I mean, I don't know what he has or if they have anything in store for him next month, but uh, whoever it is, whoever his next opponent is. And, and, and let me add fuel to that fire because next month's show will mark the one-year anniversary of Joe Black having to give up the SHW championship. Right. Yep. So God have mercy on the soul that he may face or if he's even in the building, because I, eek. Yeah, I, um, I do not envy that person, <laughs> because. Can we get that plexiglass we talked about? Yeah. I mean. You know? <laughs> I mean, 
He might break that down, but at least there's some wall of defense. The, the, the coal mine? <laughs> Listen, Carl, I don't know what we, we need to come up with our own name. Is that what you're talking about? Like the Michael Cole? It's exactly piece. what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. We need our know, own. We'll come up with a clever Don't name, put us but... on the stage because he could throw us off the stage. Like, I, no. As silly as this sounds, in that moment, like I contemplated hiding under the table. No, seriously. No, it doesn't sound silly at all, but don't seriously. get under the table because the table will crash down on top of you. That's true. You jump the rail. I've worn my shoes where I could jump a freaking rail now. So That's a smart move. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I looked around, we made eye contact briefly, and I, I just. It was scary. Up and down my spine, just chills yeah. like, oh, yeah. stay away yeah. from this guy. Absolutely. He was in. He was in some sort of mood. I tell you what. But uh, it was a moment where you feel like you, you know you're kind of safe with Joe because you're in a good place with Joe. But at that moment, that particular moment, no one, was nobody, safe. Was no safe. one, no one. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. You know, afterwards, I was like, you know, before the show, you know, we see each other backstage, say hello. He's very cordial, very polite, very soft spoken. You know, and because he's kind of getting mentally prepared, and then once he gets in that zone. But, you know, the thing about Joe Black is he's always had a level of intensity that he really tries to harness. Yeah. yeah. He really tries to keep it controlled. And I think that's one of the reasons why he is so soft-spoken. It's kind of like, you know, you're trying to keep Pandora's box closed. Yeah. But it's open, and I, I'm scared. I'm very, very scared. And that crowd, I mean, the crowd was stunned. We, of yes. course, were stunned. It was just uh, – what a, it was a very odd way to end the show, like, of, of – what was otherwise a really great show and then mm -hmm. to end it that way just really kind of threw everybody in a weird like what what did we just see you know what uh, other match do you remember where the crowd was so for both competitors i mean to the point where they were they were mixing their names oh right yeah. <laughs> right yeah because right. they wanted they were like both these guys i heard that twice right. that night both yeah. these mm -hmm. guys both these guys because both these guys right yeah yeah so, i mean recently I mean, uh you know this past weekend you had full gear aew full mm -hmm. gear and you had a uh, punk versus eddie kingston uh right. comes to mind where you're getting kind of the mixed 50 50 back and forth crowd um it was kind of kind of reminiscent to me of joe and owen because the crowd yeah. was so for both guys um but Anyways, it was it was a wild night. The crowd uh, was super hype all night, as always, and uh, they brought it. So that was awesome. It was just an amazing show. It just it ended on such a I, I don't even want to say sour note because I don't want to make it sound like it ended badly, but it did. It was almost just a weird ending. You know what I mean? We were so everybody was so hype all night, and then the, just just unexpected like what? shocking ending you know just really yeah. kind of threw everybody off but uh anyways that's what makes us great i know i know it just gets us excited for the next one uh which mm -hmm. by the way is not going to be the first friday uh correct me if i'm wrong it's december 10th right <laughs> correct so it'll be the second friday and uh we hope to see you there it'll be shw 34 and okay. Of course, in the coming weeks, we'll be uh, giving you uh, match announcements and all that good stuff and previewing that upcoming show. But, um, of course, we also... But tomorrow... Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. We'll you get so tomorrow. read my mind, Diana. I let's... said that literally in my head. Wow. <laughs> so let's talk about this. And yeah. uh, I thought about bringing it up early on, but then we started talking World Series. But you know what? Let's, let's talk about it now. I'm glad you guys reminded me. So... 
take your hat off because it's the last oh, time yeah. we're going to see it like this for a while. There you go. So mm-hmm. I've, got, I've still got, you know, a little bit. Wow. Of, got a, you nice got a lot hat. of hair. I got nice uh, hat hair going on right now. But uh, so I, people that have, have been around SHW since the beginning know that every year I participate in this uh, organization called St. Baldrick's Foundation. And every year in March, typically, we'll have an event, a big head shaving event uh, at a sports bar. We've been doing it at Sports and Social in the Battery the last couple of years. Um, so we raise money for childhood cancer research and the participants shave their head in solidarity with the kids that lose their hair during cancer treatment. And it's always a great fun event. And uh, we always have a great time, raise a lot of money and it's just a great cause. And I've been doing it since 2008. So uh, I guess this would be coming up on 14 years, 13, 14 Mm -hmm. years, whatever it is. And so whether it's been just participating or over the last three or four years, actually hosting the events and, just a it's a near and dear to my heart this organization so um last year unfortunately because of the pandemic we literally had our event scheduled i think the world shut down like on march 13th or something Mm -hmm. like that and our event was scheduled for like five days later or something Mm -hmm. and so we had to cancel it like the week before and the world shut down so you, you understand why well then this year uh we didn't even have the event because we still weren't able to have it this past March. So I'm on Facebook the other day and they're like, Hey, your birthday's coming up. Uh, would you like to raise money? And so I'm like, okay. And one of the uh, foundations you could raise money for was the St. Baldrick's foundation. And I thought to myself, you know what? My birthday's coming up. This will be like a birthday fundraiser. I was unable to do it back in March of this year. This was going to be the first year, like 14 years that I wouldn't have raised money and shaved my head. So I was like, the streak is going to be broken, you know, like, (laughs) so I was able to do this and I decided, you know what? It was only a week out for my birthday, but I was like, if I can raise $500 by next Wednesday, this was last week when I said this, then if I can raise it by my birthday, which is Wednesday, I will have my head shaved on Facebook live on video for everybody to see. And you know, it got to be Sunday this past Sunday. And I was still like $400 away. And I thought, Mm -hmm. You know what? I might that match on Sunday. Yeah, I was. I think I had like 105 out of 500, Mm -hmm. and I thought to myself, you know what? I may get out of this thing without having to shave my head. I'll still raise (laughs) a lot of money, but I may not end up having to shave my head, which I don't mind shaving my head. I've been doing it every year since 08, right? So yeah, I didn't know that you did that every year. I didn't know that you shaved it every year. Well, so here's the thing: when I first started SHW, we weren't doing the suits and everything. I was still wearing ball caps, right? So I did it that year. But I was always wearing a hat. So, no, I don't think anybody realized I shaved my head. Then last year, because we were in the pandemic lockdown, we weren't having any shows for five or six months. Mm-hmm. So I did shave my head virtually last year. We did a virtual shaving because we couldn't have our event. And I, but I don't think a ton of people saw me because we were all on lockdown. We were all in quarantine. So nobody right. really saw me then. So I think this time, a lot of the SHW fans got excited. So they're like, oh, he's going to shave his head on Facebook Live. I think a lot of people are kind of interested to see, like, what does this guy look like with no hair? You know, it's right. kind of like we saw uh, uh, Hanson not too long ago at that Tapped Out show get his head shaved, and everybody's like, whoa, what? what? You know, you're seeing the long hair and stuff. So um, anyways, so this was Sunday, and I'm thinking, wow, I'm still a ways off here. And then next thing I know, I checked the thing Monday morning, and I'm at, like, 480 out of 500. I'm like, whoa, how'd that happen in, like, a few hours? <laughs> And then so I posted Monday and I was like, well, I'm $20 away. It looks like we'll probably make it. And by an hour after that post, 
we were at like 600 out of 500. Mm. So mm. we've gone beyond uh, the, the goal, which I'm so thankful for. So thank you to everybody out there. You know who you are, uh, Diana. Uh, uh, here's the thing. I'm going to go live tomorrow. As this is airing Friday, I'm going to go live tomorrow. Um, and uh, if I haven't announced it yet on my social media, I think I did, I'll, I'll uh, be sure to promote what time it's going to be. But it'll be sometime uh, Saturday afternoon. And I'll go on Facebook Live. And I'll give everybody individual shout-outs on there that uh, donated because I appreciate all of you. And you guys came through big. It was only a one-week little time crunch thing. And I was like, we'll see what we can get. If it works out, great. Yeah, if but not, a reward for everyone to see you shave your head. Well, there you go, is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I could. Mm -mm. I couldn't. You would look beautiful with a shaved head, just so you know. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm sure I'd be wigging that junk. I would be. Somebody buy me a wig. You'd be surprised. Once you do it, it's like, kind of like, no, no, get, no, 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 no. You, you all forget. I remember what I looked like before I had all this hair. <laughs> Trust me. I would me. be afraid that my head might be lumpy or something. Mine is. Just telling <laughs> you. I, don't, I mean, because, you know, you don't know if you have a nice, smooth, round head until you actually are bald. So, I mean, so, if I don't have to, I'm not going to. My buddy, Lewis, who uh, he's done this prior with me in the, in the past. He's a DJ and, uh, uh, in Atlanta or used to be when 99 X was still around, but uh, he used to do some of these events with me. And I finally got him to shave his head one time out of the numerous years that he helped me host it. He only shaved one time. He's kind of got a curly hair fro and right. he finally did it. And he's always like, I don't want to do it, man. My head looks like a, like a street map. Like he's like, cause See? he said he grew up. He's being got a, wrinkles. Well, he grew up being a, a skateboarder. And so he's got all kinds of cuts and weird scars oh, no. and all kinds of stuff on his head. So he'd oh, always no. be like, no man, it's like a roadmap. You don't want to shave my head. <laughs> but I got him to do it one year finally, and it was a little rough looking. But anyways, <laughs> it's my boy Lewis. He doesn't watch us either, but I'll tell him that he just got a shout out for mm -hmm. calling him out for his roadmap head. But yeah. uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, we are going way over time here. We're going way over time, but it was a it was a great episode. We wanted to do a big recap, full recap mm -hmm. of SHW 33. I also wanted to thank all the fans that uh, donated, and uh, we reached the goal. And it's a great organization, St. Baldrick's Foundation. The reason it's called St. Baldrick's is because, again, we have it every year in March right around St. Patrick's Day. Right. And that's why it's St. Baldrick's bald, you know, shave your head. Um, but, yes, we're in November, and we're doing a St. Baldrick's thing. So, at least I was so able you, to get it no, in. No shave November, you're going to shave your head. I know, right? right? I went the other way. I went the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get in a St. Baldrick's event before the end of the year. Yeah, so that way that's awesome. The, uh, that's the, streak, awesome. the streak lives on. And, uh, and honestly, I just happened to get on Facebook and I didn't even know that was a thing where like you can log in and I guess around mm -hmm. your birthday, it prompts you, Hey, would you yeah. like to do a birthday fundraiser? And I was like, happened to see St. Baldrick's was on the list. Well, let's do it. And, uh, yeah. very cool to uh, be able to do it. And thank you to everybody again for, uh, for donating. So you can watch me tomorrow, sometime tomorrow afternoon, and I'll confirm on social media what time it will be. And, uh, I'll get shaved, uh, bald. So there you go. Awesome. By the way, uh, Sunny Days uh, actually donated, and he told me to shave my eyebrows. Um, I'm not oh. going to do that. So <laughs> I'm sorry to uh, let you down, but uh, I will not be shaving the eyebrows. It will just be the hair on my head. I still have to show up to the Bring office. Bring you some on. It would be awesome. <laughs> I still have <laughs> like tattoo eyebrows. Yeah. I still or got go to show unibrow. Or there you go. <laughs> I've yeah. still got to show up to work every day, and uh, I'm so not sure cool. how that will go over with no eyebrows. So, 
Are you kidding with all those stencils I have in makeup? Now you just put the stencil on and just pat it on. You'd be, yeah. you know, maybe next year. How about that? <laughs> maybe next year. But for this year, it's just Maybe be... next pandemic. Yeah, there right. you go. There, there. Yeah, yeah, when I'm on lockdown, I don't have to actually go out in public for a few right. months. Then I'll do it. Um, <laughs> but until then, uh, I will just do the hair on my head. Uh, so anyways. Uh, I think that's going to wrap us up. Uh, again, it's been kind of a, a super episode here. Yes. But uh, I think uh, I think everybody needed to hear the full rundown. For sure. And I can't wait until the next one, December 10th. Yes. Absolutely. But until then, we're going to be back uh, sometime. We got the holidays coming up, too. I forget. We do. Right. Thanksgiving we do. will be. Next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We haven't. We hadn't discussed. Should we discuss live here on the air? What are we going to do next week? No, nah, we'll figure it off. The we'll air. figure we'll it out. Something. Okay. Yeah. So we may or may not be back. If not, we'll be back the following week because we have that extra week before uh, yeah. the December tenth show. Uh, yeah. But either way, we'll be back. We will decide. We will uh, preview and and talk about all the upcoming matches. But mm -hmm. uh, anybody got anything else? I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> Nah, thank you all. You guys have a great week. Support. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Well, until next time, this has been SHW. This is our wrestling. Yes. Yeah.